Hey, everybody, we're back with another version of Flock and Gather. It's your only 18-minute podcast to the spa and wellness industry. I'm not even going that far today. I'm going 30 minutes down the highway all the way to Chandler. I've got my friend Chris Campbell here from Hale and Huss. She is the founder, owner, CEO. I'm laughing as I say this, Chris, because you know we are all wearing 13 hats today. Welcome. How are you? Great, great. How are you today, Alan? I'm doing good. I always laugh about this because who's now wearing a dozen hats today, right? Do you know, um, when I ran New Life in Lotus Touch, I periodically made it my business when we were at full staff to like clean the bathrooms and sweep the warehouse. And it- I I do that too. Of course. And it always made an impression on people. But the reason I did it is I always wanted other team to know if we asked you to do it, I do it too. Right? So everybody okay, does But I've always job. believed that. Yeah, Definitely. Well, not- you can't tell somebody else to clean the toilet if you're not willing to do it yourself. No, nothing. Changed. That stops people from peeing on the rim also. So, but let's not go down that road this morning. <laughs> so um, it was great to come down to your uh, place and have lunch and, and see your beautiful new uh, facility. And Chris, I always think your what you do with skincare is unique in the industry. I don't want to go right to that right away, but will you take two minutes and just bring our listeners up to speed on your history and how you got to Hale and Hush today? So I have a merchandising degree in my background. I also have a supply chain management, which is like purchasing logistics operations degree. And I got burned out with what I was doing years ago. And I have some friends that own supply stores in New Mexico. And they said, well, maybe you should do that in Arizona. And I noticed that all the hair stuff was already taken. But as I was looking around, there was a lot of places that there was nowhere to buy spa supplies 20 years ago, you know, and a lot of, you know, especially Arizona with lots of spas. So I decided to go to school um, aesthetics and knock on wood. I haven't touched anybody since I got my state board license. But I went to school because I wanted to open the supply store. Well, when I got out of school, it was not the time. So my husband's either like, you're going back into manufacturing and operations or you're going to have to touch people. And I said, well, that was not an option. So I ended up going to work for Covalence, which is a lab in Arizona. I became their director of sales. I worked um, with going overseas with clients, doing special projects with different clients when they created their lines. And then Eventually, one of my mentors in the industry, Mariah Curran, who wrote the book on oncology aesthetics, she worked with me. She left the lab to create her classes, ended up doing um, a product line called Techniche, which I left the lab and bought. And then seven and a half years ago, I rebranded and bought my partners out and went with sensitive skin because I just felt like that was becoming more and more what people said that they were either sensitized or sensitive. So if I could work with oncology patients, which are ultimately compromised, why couldn't we work with a lot of different skin sensitivities? Wow. Okay, you've done a lot already in the last. It's funny to hear you say 20 years ago, like it's almost like ancient history, but it's not. I mean, you think about spa in general, and we know we're thousands of years old, but in the US market, it just hasn't been around that long. Yeah. True, true. Well, if you think about even 10 years ago, most people used one product line. You know, I use PCA, I use Circadia, I use whatever. Now they're using, like you were talking about multi hats that we're all wearing. 
they're using multi-skin care lines to hit the different, you know, different types of skin that they're running into and requirements of their clients. So typically we're usually somebody's second, third or fourth product line, which is fine with me. Which makes perfect sense, by the way. I think the last American Spa Magazine survey that I saw said the average spa is using 2.6 skincare lines. So Mm -hmm. no one, people, what is it? Has has skin changed or people always had different skin, but we just never did anything about it for a long time? I think as we've grown as an industry, we've brought in a lot of more aggressive treatments which I think people have sensitized their skin or they see these great new ingredients and then they think if they use more of it, so they've sensitized their skin. We're bringing in newer ingredients as manufacturers um, that people are you know, learning about. We're also you know, seeing different desires. I mean, 10 years ago, people used to say, I'm, co- you know, I'm combo, I'm oily, I'm dry. And now you're hearing more people say they're sensitive. I think people are being aware that they do have a lot of health challenges stress. I mean, look at just during COVID, the amount of people that had stress that shows up on your skin. Is the, is, does stress always, because I know we talked about this a little bit, the biggest claim to insurance companies today is stress related Mm -hmm. uh, issues. So people were in, when we internalize all that stuff, it comes out in different ways. And one of them is how it comes out on your skin, right? Mm -hmm. Well, even sleep affects your skin you know, how you're sleeping. All of those things affect your skin. You can have a multitude of challenges. We're all aging. So we all have that challenge regardless, but our hormones can come into play. Stress can come into play our environment, our work environment, our hobbies, and really just really understanding why you feel you're sensitive or that you're sensitized. You kind of got to have your little Sherlock Holmes hat on to kind of figure that out with your clients these days. Right. Do you think, um, and I know you're not practicing as an esthetician, but um, I was at a wedding over the weekend, and every time the ladies at the table ever find out that I'm in the skincare business, it changes the whole scope of the conversation <laughs> um, at at dinner. And of course, you know, I get the, well, what, what do you think I should be using on my skin? And it's like, okay, I may have played an esthetician on TV, but but I'm not one. But one woman was telling me how somebody used something on her and it was burning and it was it was really aggressive. I'm looking at this woman's skin. I'm going, she obviously has sensitive, really delicate skin just by looking at it. And she kept telling the esthetician, it's too hot. It's too hot. And the gal, she said, kept telling her, okay, that's it being active. It's supposed to be that way. And you know, something isn't quite right in the process when that happens. Mm -hmm. So doing the initial analysis and everything, it's still the do no harm process, right? For Yes, definitely. Definitely do no harm. I mean, sometimes you need to baby step. Your client may be sensitive because of barrier function. If you look at the amount of professional lines that are talking about barrier function, corneotherapy, all those things, a lot of times people's barriers are compromised and you may be able to get them back to your more aggressive product lines, but sometimes you need to rebuild that barrier before you can even go there. Right. What Describe barrier function, please, for those of us illiterate in that term. Well, when you're wanting, you know, a health or barrier, if your barrier is compromised and there's little pitfalls and things in your skin, then what happens is those ingredients go in at different rates. You know, maybe you don't want a gel acid or something to go penetrate quickly. Sometimes that penetrates, you know, more quickly if your barrier is compromised. So that could be hydration, that could be, you know, any type of the skin conditions 
working on building that barrier up. Sometimes when you do peels, a series of peels, you want to peel the skin, but then you want to build it back up to a normal place. You don't want to keep peeling down when that barrier isn't growing back to a, a healthy level. And then you're compromising it because now they're sensitized. And you saw that a lot when laser came out and things that people just overdo things. They overdo retinols. They overdo glycolics those years, you know, that they were doing all those type of things. And people just keep, you know, more is better is what they think, but they're not giving their skin a chance to heal in between. You took the words out of my mouth. People forgot less is actually more in our business. Shouldn't it be crawl, walk, run? You should start slow with skin, correct? Now they want everything instant. That's the problem. And so many people want that an instant change and it doesn't always work that way. Instant change, if you do it too aggressively and your skin isn't ready for it or the physiology of your skin and your body, you can actually do more damage. You can hyperpigment, you can burn, you can scar, you can do all those things you don't want to do. We're talking with Chris Campbell today. She's the chief cook and bottle washer at Hale and Hush Skincare. Chris, what's the best website for people to reach out to you at? So my website is www.haleandhush.com. Got it. Hale and A-N-D, Hush, H-U-S-H.com. Chris, can you talk about um, I know you you touched on just a little bit about the gentleness to hail and hush, but how has that become such a focus for your entire line that it's that you make a sensitive skincare line? Well, a lot of people think sensitive skincare is dumbed down, like the set of fills of the world and eucerins and things that you see at the grocery store. There's really not a lot of actives in there. So what we've done with this line is we still have all the buzzwords. While we're working on barrier function, hydration, and calming inflammation in the skin, which everybody can benefit from, is we also have your vitamin A's. We have retinaldehyde. We have forms of vitamin C that don't cause irritation. And you know some people get that citrus bite from vitamin C's. We have matrixel, we've got brighteners, just in different types of formulations to hopefully not be too aggressive on the skin. And then we work really great with the other skincare lines because sometimes, they all have a category for sensitive skin, but sometimes maybe that's too much. And the rest of the line works great for all your other clients. We just fill in that niche. So a lot of times we're friends. We've got an ad campaign out right now, best friends. We're friends with all those other product lines and the machine lines because we do pair well with them and work well because we're not really trying to step over on what they're doing. And that's actually made us a great success because we're not out competing with them. Good. So two things. The first thing I heard you say is sensitive skin does not mean you're dumbing down, correct? No, no. Yeah, okay. we've still got all the actives that everybody's looking for. If you look at any of our data sheets that you can pull up on the website, we've got all the key ingredients. It's nice to see those buzzwords people are looking for. I mean, would you think acetophil, it's full of dimethicones and different things. There's not a lot of active ingredients. And people that want some, some changes, they still want to see the active ingredients. Right. Okay. The second thing I want to talk about, it, uh, and because I think this is so critical, is why spas carry multiple lines. Spa, salon, whatever it is. But you still, there is not a one-size-fits-all answer to skincare. So no. caring, whether it's parts of lines or whole lines, is the benefit to your clientele when you have different tools in your toolbox, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we can, we can help if maybe somebody reacts to something. We've got some great products to calm the skin down and say you have a reaction to something. 
We also work really well with a lot of the equipment manufacturers. We've got protocols for LED, microderm abrasion, hydroderm abrasion, microcurrent, dermaplaning, all these different things. So maybe when the first person comes in, first time somebody comes in for a dermaplaning, you want to just see how their skin reacts to dermaplaning. Working with the real gentle line to start and see how the skin reacts to that the first time, then maybe it works great with us the first time, move on up to your other lines the second time, you know, or in between when you're trying to hydrate the skin or bring the barrier back. Right. Because a lot of the equipment companies require, they say, you have to use our product, but it doesn't necessarily mean their product works for everyone, just like we're discussing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And that's why we've actually worked with a lot of these big companies, Dermaplane Pro, um, Dermagem, Lightstem, uh, 70 Wellness, a lot of these guys, we actually sent them product. They work with their machines. They know we're working with sensitive skin. So it's a really nice compatibility. We can show you, hey, you don't have to just stick us in this corner for your sensitive skin clients. You can actually use this on your normal skin clients too. Uh, can you address some of your super cool uh, hero products that you have and start with the powder that we just talked about with my daughter because I'm amazed by that. So the powder was actually created by Mariah Curran that I said I worked with originally with oncology. She created it for oncology patients that got shingles and rashes, shingles from the stress on the skin, chemo, chemo a lot of times causes rashes on the skin. So it's a little powder that has a little bit of a yellow tint to it. It has calamine, totorol, willow herb in it. You can use, brush it on dry on the skin to reduce redness. You can mix it into a little bit of a paste with a couple drops of water and use it, I think like your daughter did on a little acne breakout reduces the inflammation, which is wonderful. We mix it in with our Hush Hydrate mask for every facial. We mix it in with our moisturizers. So several, use it after waxing, hair removal, anything like that too, to calm the skin down. So that's kind of our Robin to our Batman, which is our Hush Hydrate, which is our blue mask. It's our main hydrating mask and our lightest weight um, moisturizer that we have in the line. Uh when I tell listeners, I'm telling you, my daughter, Katie, used that powder on a red spot on her face. And literally within a 24 hour cycle, she said it was reduced by 50 or 75 percent. So the proof's in the pudding, isn't it, when it comes to that? Yeah, okay. and I don't really know anybody else who has a powder like it. A lot of times they think when I send the sample that it's makeup, but it's really a, an active powder that can help calm the skin down. Okay, and in the few minutes we have remaining, I want you to cover your eye serum because it's pretty amazing stuff also. So our eye serum, um, the Brilliant Eye and Lip Serum, we actually won best eye serum with that in 20 with ASCP and 21, I think with Dermascope. It's a liquid crystal eye serum, so it's iridescent. So if you ever see it called Unicorn Tears with my clients, it's because of the iridescence, which is liquid crystal, which is different cholesterols that are very hydrating and conditioning to the skin. There's also a spin trap in there, which is a free radical fighter, but this is a dual purpose product. You can use it on your eyes and your lips. It's a little bit tackier in consistency, but you just use a little teeny dot of it is all you need. So that's the one product I don't sample is just because you use such a tiny dot. It's, a, it's an amazing product. I even for my own eyes, I noticed that like my minimum bags kind of became even more minimum in the course of, mm -hmm. and you do, it's just a teeny, teeny, teeny bit that you, do, do you tell people to use the eye serum during the day or night or doesn't it matter? It, I tend to use it at nighttime and I use our eye mousse, which is more of a cream during the day. 
It really depends on the client, you know, if they're using makeup, they're not. I usually don't want your let iridescent under my eyes when if I'm not wearing makeup during the day at the, you know, at the office or something. But it's just really a preference. And so I have diehards that love one or the other. But it's, you know, there's other lines that have liquid crystal eye serums. Ours is very affordable for the price, but it's a kind of a unique product and it kind of has hit the market again, even though it's been around for a long time. Well, working from home, no one tells me that my eyes look iridescent or unicorn. So, <laughs> um, Chris, where, uh, friends, we've been speaking again with Chris Campbell at Hale and Hush. Please go reach out to her. Their website is great. Their people are even better. So go to Hale, H-A-L-E and A-N-D, Hush, H-U-S-H dot com. It's Chris, you're, there's such a vastness in what you do, yet it's so simple. I, I'm totally amazed by what it is you're doing and your well, hero if anybody products. Registers, yeah. If anybody registers, you haven't gotten samples, register on the website. We verify your license. We automatically send you out a full set of samples. You get a sample of everything in the line, including our pro products, except for the Brilliant Eye, which I mentioned we don't sample, but <laughs> data sheets, protocols, tons of articles on our website that everybody has access to and we don't sell to the public so you will find spas that sell our products but we don't sell to the public and we don't sell on amazon we want to give it back to the professional to make that sale okay did i hear you right you'll send out a full set of most of this 99 of the samples in the pro seriously yes. okay people hail hail and hush dot com chris you're an amazing person i love what you're doing and i look forward to breaking bread again soon well, thank you for having us on. It's a pleasure. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.